Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from the theballerlifestyle.com. Catching you up on everything that's happening on Matt James' season of The Bachelor. I believe we're about seven episodes in at this point. Maybe eight. There's typically ten a season, so I think we're seven. Uh, I am joined as always. Oh, my name's Brian Beckner, if I didn't say that already. I am joined, as I am every single time we talk about this, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hey, pal. And allow me to uh, start off the podcast with a headline, and I knew it never do this. But um, USA Today's headline uh, yesterday, The Bachelor's new episode marred by Chris Harrison and Rachel Kirk Connell's racism controversy. Yeah. What's going on with that? I saw that. Chris Harrison has had to take a leave of absence from the bachelor i think that there was a um i I don't know a whole lot about this because my whole thing is that i i try not to read things on the periphery of the show because i just assume they're spoilers during the season i kind of like to um just completely concentrate on this and comment on the season. But this, this is kind of different because it's not necessarily a spoiler as much as it's just, um, Rachel, uh, who is the lead contestant on this year's show, uh, did something very insensitive, uh, racist, according to a lot of people. Uh, Harrison went on a podcast, um, and, did a very bad job of trying to explain or defend Rachel, basically saying that, um, you know, you have to admit, and by the way, he was on a podcast with Rachel Lindsay, the first black contestant ever on The Bachelor. No, the first Um, black bachelorette. Bachelorette, sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So Chris Harrison tried to defend it by saying, you know, she did these things in 2018. You have to admit it's a different climate now than it was back then. And Rachel Lindsay wasn't having it. And after this interview, I guess a bunch of former bachelor stars um, and contestants uh, asked for him to resign. And it looks like for now he is stepping aside, which means the only thing that he's really going to be absent from in the very near future is the after the rose, after the rose, whatever ceremony after the or final show. rose. So um, I'm guessing what Jojo takes that over. They don't even need that shit. I, I find that utterly boring. It's really boring. It's way too long. It's all a whole bunch of chicks that you don't remember from the season and this season. I mean, there's a couple girls on there this week that I'm like, who is this person? I don't recognize this person. Like, I don't, like, like this has to be the least memorable bachelor cast in a long time. And it's because there's too many. There's just too many. You don't need this many. Um, I don't know what, I don't know enough about this. I don't know what Rachel did. I don't know if it was like an, I, I doubt that it was something overtly or I should say purposefully racist and that doesn't defend it but I, I just think it's like it's one of those things that uh that people down south do and yeah. they have done for uh hundreds of years without thinking twice about it yeah um and she 
um, had she she officially apologized for doing it and apologized for the off- offensive and racist actions that she took. Um, and again, I didn't deep dive into this. I don't know the full details. I figure maybe we could put uh, Reality Steve on on our last podcast of the of the season, and he can kind of uh, give us the latest. But you and I have given Chris Harrison a lot of shit over the years on this on this podcast because he's really easy to make fun of, which um, which as we kind of said earlier in the season, we don't really want him to go uh, go away because he's so easy to make fun of. And JoJo's just some hot chick that might host the show. There's not a lot of room for for joking there. Um, but I, I just can't see Harrison recovering from something like this. In other words, people have been – uh, canceled for much less in this environment. So I, I just have a feeling we've seen the last of them. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I mean, I, I'm not like a big Chris Harrison fan, but I don't, you know, it's, I don't know what to say. I don't, uh, it didn't seem like he's like, I doubt he holds any very racist opinions, but I guess, his he was ignorant of the situation and framed it in a in the wrong yep. way and you just can't do that you that's not allowed anymore or ever that's i think that's exactly right um but who knows who knows what's in his yeah. heart yeah um, nothing, but anyways i found that to be an interesting um it this episode kind of i did watch it through that filter um, obviously, this episode was taped many, many weeks ago. That's right. Before all of this. That's right. So um, as you're watching it, you're thinking, OK, Rachel's has submitted an apology and she's all she's she's in the shit right now. Harrison is sidelined. Um, I, I read an, um, a side note that, you know, the the serenading uh, artist in this episode was a black man named Aloe Black with two C's. Um, Aloe Black. I was stunned to see Aloe Black on The Bachelor because Aloe Black is he's had number one hits or he's had top ten hits. He's he's a well known uh, R and B artist, and he's very um, he, he's a he's very um, he's a social justice guy. He's very out in front with that with the message. Yeah. Um, so. You take all this into consideration, so the bachelor did have just kind of a different feel. But, um, anyways, should we just kind of get to it because there was some funny shit? Yeah, what happened? What happened this week? I didn't get through the whole episode, so I'm gonna need some updates. Well, remember uh, Heather, um, you know, ruined our last episode by trying to infiltrate this season of the Bachelor. Now, um, this was the final week before hometowns. And Heather, who is Hannah, Hannah's friend um, and someone else's friend, Matt's best friend's friend. I don't know. Anyways, she tried to infiltrate the show. So last week, the big cliffhanger was, is Matt going to accept her into uh, the show with the rest of the women? And what did I say? What did I say last week? You basically said that all this is going to a lot for nothing and she's going to go home because there's no way he could he could bring her in at this point. It was it was a stunt. It was it was placed there to make us to because they think we're fools. The bachelor producers think we're stupid idiots. And what happened, Jason? 
Um, well, you know, they sit down because Matt basically kicks out Piper and says, let me talk to Heather um, for the sake. Of I drama, definitely I definitely would not kick out Piper. You know what <laughs> for I'm the saying? sake of drama, yeah. Piper did ball her head off and was inconsolable about it. So, yeah, if the show wanted to create emotion it, at the very least, it did with Piper. Um, so Matt's talking to Heather and he actually makes the comment, I've never met you. Um, and then he says, I never thought you'd show up here. Like, why would that even come into your mind? Like, I never thought you'd show up here. Um, and then basically after she, she gives some half hearted attempt to say, uh, Hannah says that you could be good for me. So I'm going to show up and try to be your, your wife. Um, he ultimately just didn't buy it. Um, he always knows what to say in the right moments, so she didn't feel bad. But he basically said, I, I just can't do this, especially at this time of the show. There was someone, and I think it was Jasenia, who made a good point. If Matt's going to um, state to a room of women last week, I see my wife in this room – and then he allowed some rando to come in. That would that yeah. would uh, that would not be a good look. Yeah. Um, but you are right, uh, Brian. You could you could take your victory lap on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't. We don't traffic in spoilers here. But uh, that was that was an easy one to pick. That was an easy one to see coming. And then just based off what you're saying, what what we're discussing here, and how Matt said, I see my wife in this room. And then this week, this this controversy comes out with Rachel. What's her last name? Kirk Kirk Holler Kirk Connell. Kirk Connell. I'm just gonna make a prediction. And again, I know nothing. We don't traffic in spoilers here. To me, there is no conceivable way that Rachel does not win the Bachelorette. <laughs> it's. They wouldn't be out front with this story. It wouldn't be such a big deal if it was a if it was a contestant that doesn't end up winning the show. That's just my take on it. I have no idea. Rachel's been the front runner all along. I happen to think she's the most beautiful. Not, not that that matters. He had an instant connection with her. And now we're getting all this controversy surrounding her. It, she's going to be in the headlines for a while they're getting out front of this i'm here to predict that rachel is your bachelorette winner bachelor winner i mean she certainly has the inside track especially after watching tonight's show but like um i'm guessing and our friend reality steve friend of the show um has really kind of uh kept the bachelor franchise's toes to the fire over the years. And that right. he gets so far out in front of shit he and he breaks news and he kind of forces them to address things. I don't know. I have no idea what the, what the start of this was, if this was a reality Steve bomb or if something else, I'm guessing he's been all over it, but you just, you're right. You don't, you don't get out in front of a story like this unless a, she ends up winning it and we got to start the PR around it. Yep. And then, or two, th- it's already out there because somebody like reality, Steve puts it out there us weekly and people and everyone are running with it. We have to address it, but that puts them in a weird position of having an episode last night that was in the bank 
And they, it wasn't like they were just going to break in live and address this ordeal. It would have been a non sequitur. So, yep. um, yeah, it puts them in a tough spot. Yep. Um, so we'll see how what happens. I'm not going to read spoilers. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do that. Me I don't want to break stride on this. So nope. um, we'll see. And she's she's really good looking. Um, she's cute as a button, and she's been in love with them since like the first episode. Yep. I would not doubt it if she uh, makes it. I do have to point out that our friend Heather um, did, before uh, Matt let her go, Matt had to go to the side and think about it, um, that did give Heather just enough time to be harassed and bullied by the women on the couch. Uh, The the same women who were called out on the mat for bullying, and then they said they they, they changed their ways and were all fake about it. They they completely crushed this chick. Like, no mercy. Good. Um, which is really, again, um, the lack of self-awareness on this. They, they look they look really bad, and they've done it now multiple times in the show. But um, anyways, uh, goodbye, Heather. Um, I think one of the good lines was when she um, was trying to explain herself, she started crying to the, to the women in the room. Yep. And Serena – uh, Asian Serena had a pretty good line. She's like, um, take that to the interview. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and yeah. they basically said, get the hell out of here. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. Heather's done. And that's, and it's again, we're in a different time because this is what the show has been built on. It's the, it's the whole point of having a whole group of people fight over one person is that the clicks will form that the the people will gang up on each other there will be favorites there there will be people who aren't liked in the house like it's this is what this show is but now we live in a time where people are a little more aware and they're a little more concerned with perpetuating a type of behavior that has been determined to be toxic so they're, they're acting like the bullying has just started right now on The Bachelor. The bullying has existed in every season of The Bachelor. Like this, this is the found it's a foundational pillar of reality TV in general, but especially the Bachelor franchise. Get the fuck out of here with that. Let's let's call it what it is. So what you're saying is that the the actions on the bachelor haven't changed, but the environment exactly. outside of the bachelor exactly has. Right now, um, so they went to the rose ceremony that night. Uh, he said goodbye to two, Chelsea, who I know you had you, you liked. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Black woman, yeah, model. I liked her to uh, win. Yeah, she's out. Yep. Um, and then Serena, the Asian Serena, he. She- he, he booted two she, to the curb. You know what? She kind of grew on me. She had an interesting look, but I saw her. I saw her. She got kicked off, and I saw her walking out with those long legs, and I was like, wow. I was, that was also a tough one to let go. Two sort of surprising releases this but you week. you have to admit, you have to admit, Serena, to me, both Serenas have uh, kind of skated through the season yeah, without any, like, any time with him. Yep. I haven't seen any kind of a connection. Um, the other Serena was, was chosen to stay and somehow she is going on to the next week, which I have no idea how or why, because I think when you said that, I think I just saw a woman for the first time this week. I think you're thinking of the other Serena. 
I think um, I am. Serena P. Been, Serena P. Been, who who went on the acro yoga date. Yeah, and that's where I kind of wanted to start. So, um, you know, the big thing is is that hometowns are next week. Hometowns. Hometowns, hometowns are yeah. next week. Yep. Um, so anyone who gets a rose um, is one of the four hometowns. So like one-on-one dates are, are important, right? Um, and this Serena gets a one-on-one date. I honestly could not tell you one thing that has happened with her this year. I don't, I have, I have no idea. She's so her face looks familiar, but she's been a complete non-factor. I, all sh- I thought she might've had another one-on-one earlier. No, Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Um, so, um, so sh- they go on this, uh, tantric yoga thing, which seems to happen once a season. Yeah. I don't know if it's tantric yoga, but something tantric, something, or something they do that- like body painting. <laughs> they do like nude mud yeah. painting or yeah, there's something like quasi sexual that happens at- towards the end of each season. I mean, and, and this one, um, they did this one maneuver where she was, uh, that she was asked to plank over yeah. his his body and then lower her midsection yep. down into his crotch. Yeah, um, stuff like that. And they have her in an interview saying, uh, "This I'm not into this at all. I would have never chosen anything like this." And she just she's she just likes to take it slow. She doesn't yeah. want to jump into <clears throat> affection and all this sexual stuff right away which is of course on the bachelor where there's no bullying and people aren't forced to do things they don't want to do uh, what an accident that they would pick the most <laughs> the the least uh uh interested in a sexual a performatively sexual type date to be thrown into that i mean i'm sure it was just an accident and of course this guy was completely oblivious matt loved it um and they get to the uh, the dinner after the date, and she tells him, I wasn't into that at all. That's the last time I'll do anything like that. And then just starts talking to him about taking it slow and stuff. And in my mind, I'm thinking this. Uh, this woman has been a complete non-factor all season. I don't have a relationship with her. In other words, she has not had a relationship with the audience. It She could come or go. And I thought – it was one of those things where he invited her on a one-on-one to just have a fun date. And then he's, he's going to let gonna her get go. rid of her. Yeah. But after she says, I'm the kind of person that takes it slow and I'm not overly sexual. He would look like a giant asshole if he didn't give her the yeah. rose. So it was like, he was in a position where he almost had to give away one of his four roses yeah. because to not give her a rose in that context would have made him look like a giant uh, douchebag. I know, but the, he handles everything really well. You know, he was like, hey, he's like, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. And he's like, you know what I liked is when we were like this. And he was like, <laughs> he just really is just an, a real easygoing guy. And, uh, you know, you could see why the girls like him so much. I think um, even when he kicked off Heather... Not to not to backtrack, but he he goes to the group. He goes, hey, he goes, you know, there. He says something like, "There's not going to be any new girls here," or he's like, or he's like, the, you know, the woman of my dreams is already here, or something like that. <laughs> right, and right. then he leaves, and one girl's like, "I'm so wet right now." Like it was yeah. like it was like just like everything he does is the right move. He's he's actually 
one of the best bachelors I think we've ever had just in terms of temperament, likability. He's not, he's not a huge bore like Ben Henson Higgins. (laughs) It seems like you have one of two uh, people that are bachelor subjects. You have, you just have the meathead um, who isn't very good at articulating himself. Ari Leyendike. And then you have the guy that, is always thinking before he says something, I want to come off as smart and yep. he look and he's like, but this guy, it takes a lot for him. He must be really smart because he just kind of, you can tell he, he thinks about things, but he just, he always delivers the right line. And I don't get the uh, impression he's doing it because he's on camera. Um, but you're right. He made that situation where, where all the women were simultaneously like, wow, I've totally uh, second guessed this whole process. If he brings, Heather into here. And then he goes in and he makes them feel the opposite way. Like he basically said, I'm going to marry each of you right now as we stand. Um, so, uh, the group date envelope arrives and this is a big one because whoever isn't on the group date gets the last one-on-one before a haunt house. Yep. Um, so Jacenia and Abigail have not gotten a one-on-one date. Abigail becomes a bit of a story in this and that she got the first impression rose way back in the first episode. Yep. And she hasn't had any one-on-one time with him and, and, she, and that, that bothers her. So that's a story. Jacenia was a complete nobody until she took on MJ and she really shined as she took on MJ for being a, a, a the person leading the bullying brigade. I'm just now realizing that Jacenia is the one that was on this week. And I'm like, who is that person? And now I realize, Oh yeah, she was the one that had the fight with MJ and MJ got sent home. That's her, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it basically bought her one more episode right. of being famous because, um, because anyways, uh, she gets the final one-on-one date. Um, Abigail is named in the group date. Jacenia gets her one-on-one and she's fired up. But I think just about everybody in the audience saw what was coming and that, he was going to – whoever he chose on that one-on-one date was not going to end with her getting a rose because we got, we got to do the math here. He, he has uh, – he, he gives the rose away on the first one-on-one. He's got a rose to give away on the group date. He can't give away a third rose without there being a rose ceremony. So I just assumed the last one-on-one date was going home. Uh, but before that – the group date, um, unless they just completely glossed over it and had an activity, there was no activity. It was the group date was on the couch with cocktails and Matt basically saying, I'm looking forward to speaking with each of you tonight and seeing where this is. Yeah. Um, so it, it basically became a night of further conversations and making out. Um, if there were, were five women, mm-hmm. he made out with four of them yep. because he kicked one to the curb. So Abigail um, explains to him all this. You know, we got the first impression, Rose, and, and nothing since. <laughs> Matt really kind of like he's had great things to say all season, but he didn't really make sense with this one. Yeah. Um, he basically said, yeah, we hit it off at first, but other relationships have surpassed us. Um, and I'm going to go with, with, with my heart on that and, and let you go. 
can I walk you out? And the whole time I'm thinking he acts like he had no part in the other relationships <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. From hers. And, and on the way out, he actually had the balls to, uh, to, to hug her and say, I wish we had more time together. Yeah. He, yeah. He could have had more time with her. But he liked the <laughs> other the chicks bachelor. more, but that's yeah. his move. I mean, that's yeah. what he does. Um, I thought he was, you know, I thought he was fair and honest and, you know, he gave her a rose last week. He let her linger another week. And, but then he was like, look, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. We're not, you're, you're, you're not who I'm going to pick. I'm not going to pretend that you are, you know, you're a nice person. I like you, but let me, let me walk you to the limo, which should be a golf cart. Cause they're all staying at the same hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I wish, I wish we had more time together. Um, even though I'm the bachelor and I choose who I want to have time with. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so, um, at some point in one of the conversations, Michelle, who I, my theory has always been that somehow he handpicked her to come on the show in the right. midst of the show. Yes, she was one and of the, she was one of the five late one comers. Of the five yep. the other four are gone. Michelle tells him that she's 100% committed to him, even though I think she's been there two days. Um, and so she, she's in, um, or at least she's all in on him. So, um, I will say this, he gets on the couch and he does something pretty rude. So there was, uh, there was Kit, there was Rachel, uh, Michelle, Bree, and I think that's it. Um, Bree, by the way, pulled a dirty move. Bree, again, I, I just don't know how um, genuine these excuses are. Bree basically says in an interview, I need to tell him something. They sit down on the couch and she says, I just want to let you know something that earlier this week I resigned from my dream job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, and, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, I weighed it. I weighed, I weighed what, what's more important to me right now. And. And she's like, this isn't just any job. This is my dream job. And I resigned it uh, to stay here with you. And it's like, that is such a dirty move. Um, so, of course, Bree. As if, Jason, as if she couldn't keep her job and the show could end. And if they were so in love, they could they could meet back up. <laughs> but she has her same dream job. <laughs> this is much like. This is why I love Bachelor in Paradise, because at some point during Bachelor in Paradise, Chris Harrison shows up and says, hey, you either need to get engaged or break yeah. up. <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> like, I guess we're breaking up. And it's like, well, you can just be together when there's no TV yeah. cameras there. Like, you don't have to quit your job. If you had fallen in love, you can be in love after the show ends. It's not it's not an either or well, how about this decision? One? Yeah. How about how about the common sense one? And she could have made it a part of the show. She yes. was given a chance to uh, she had a, a conversation with her boss and he says, come back now or you're going to have to resign or whatever. She goes to the show and says, I need to have a conversation with Matt. Yeah. They could have the, that. They could have the conversation on camera. Matt could be like. I don't want you to walk away from your dream job because there's eight other women here 
And I don't know if you're the one. In fact, I'm pretty pretty sure you're probably not. And then she can go and work on yes. her freaking dream yes. job. You don't, yes. you don't resign yes. the dream job yes. and then roll the dice on the guy to pick it's, you between six people. Yes, exactly. Of course. So, <laughs> like, so that's think, even better. Yeah. So think about it. There are two women now have basically compelled him to give her a hometown. Like yeah. for the first one was Serena who basically said, I don't have sex quickly. I take it slow. So he couldn't say goodbye to her. And then now Bree, basically I walked off of my dream job. You better pick me. Um, so he does a, a weird, cruel thing. He, um, he goes to the couch and he gives Rachel the rose. Not a big surprise. Rachel's a front runner. She's going to have a hometown. And then he stands up and he says, and, uh, and, and, uh, there's something else that I have planned tonight. And I think all the women on the couch are like, Ooh, even more. That's kind of cool that we're going to extend the night with this guy. So, uh, Rachel and I are going to get up out of here and we'll see you guys at the rose ceremony. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he told you, they pulled the rug out from under him. Yeah. They're all just kind of looking at each other. And then this was after, right? Kit. Kit is, I hate her guts. Kit is one of those people where she's like, she sat Matt down, right? This has already happened on the episode, right? She, she sat Matt down and she's like, look, here's how it's going to be. I'm doing exactly what I want all the time and I'm not doing anything that you want. So I'm going to finish my degree (laughs) and I like to cook and I'm not having any babies until I'm exactly 26 and a half and I'm not fucking moving to where you live and you can come to me when I'm, when I have time and just really, because well, one, she's 21 and she's a she's in Gen Z, so she's she's been coddled to a degree that we don't understand. She also vibes that she grew up privileged. Yes, but th- so then she's and and Matt, of course, is like cool. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Like he's not he's just <laughs> so chill about it when he could have easily been like, you know what? It seems like you really have some strong opinions and and you're uh you're very ready to live your life and that's probably not going to work with me and he can send her home. But instead, he's like it's cool. But then he gives he gives her the rose and Kit's like, "What the fuck?" Right. She's like, she thought she had worked him and, but she's now she realizes, oh, he's just keeping her there as a placeholder. Well, the, that's what I was thinking. Like, see, this is what, where my mindset is right now, that if you're down to the hometowns, you know exactly who you're going to, uh, propose to, um, I, I guess there have been a couple of dolts who have fallen in love with two women, but like usually I think that he has made up his mind. And at this point, I think you're keeping the, the people that you're eventually going to send home. You are, you want to keep the people that are easy outs as long as possible. She basically told him all the reasons why he's going to tell her that they're not going to be together. In other words, if she goes to the hometowns next week with him and he decides to let her go, then he could basically say, you know what? Pursue your dreams and have kids at 26. I'm not there. I want to do this later. Yeah. So I I assumed he was kind of putting in his back pocket to utilize later. Yeah. But, um, so anyways, after Rachel, and Matt have their little serenade 
um, with, with Aloe, Aloe Black, Black from Laguna Hills uh, High School. Kit was basically like, that was a punch in the gut. I was trying to tell him uh, that I didn't want to be here in the first place, and he and he and he didn't flinch. So she goes to his room yeah. and basically breaks up with him. It was kind of like one of those "I'm going to break up with you before you break up with me" conversations. Yep, yep. and that, um, you see that occasionally on The Bachelor, and it's it's yeah. whatever. Kit was Kit was so unlikable, so unmemorable. <laughs> I don't want to see her on Bachelor in Paradise. She's seems extremely pretentious, very stuck up. She has she admittedly has RBF, resting bitch face. I've had a, a, a complete my complete fill of kit and I hope to God. I pray, I drop to my knees every night and I pray to my Lord and Savior, that I never encounter Kit again on any TV program. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, um, she broke up with him, and then he um, said, I'm not ready to let go of this. I'd like you to stay. He Again, yeah. he, he gave her a chance to stick around, yeah. and she's like, well, I'm not having it, and she left. Yeah. So yeah, Kit's a, a, a done deal. Um Abigail's a done deal. So, but that leaves Jacinia, right? Um, Jacinia, she's cute and she's smart. And I think the the actual date was, should have been a screaming, like warning. Um, you're not going to get a rose because the, the date that he had planned for them, and this is the final date before the hometowns, and yeah. he barely knows this woman, yeah. Yeah. Was, was to do a bunch of driving around uh, in a race car. What is that called? Drifting? Drifting oh, around yes. oh. in, in, a, in a car. Uh-huh. That was their, their date, which looks really fun, and I would love to do it. But it's not the kind of date no. where you're trying to get to know somebody <laughs> That's right. better. That's right. It's the kind of date where you're like, let's have a ton of fun, and then I'll let you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the kind of date where you need to come up with things to do so yeah. you don't have to talk to the person too much. Right. And, um, you know, Jacinia, to her credit, at the dinner afterwards, spills her heart to him, says um, – says that she sees a future together and all that. And then Matt does, for the second straight week, he picks up that rose, a very cruel maneuver that he must be forced to do, uh, picks up the rose and goes into the spiel and then says, but he gives the big but word and then explains why he's letting her go. Yeah. Um, she's stunned. He says, can I walk you out? Um, and she goes into the SUV to drive, uh, 50 feet down to her room. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So So, that leaves two roses for three women. Right. And the three women are Michelle, uh, Brie, who basically is blackmailing him. Yes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And then, um, let's see, who's the, uh, who's the third? Cause Rachel, and our girl Serena have have roses, and there's two roses for three. And oh, Michelle. Yep. Michelle Bree. Um, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, um, he gives he gives the rose to oh Piper. Piper's the the key here. He gives the rose to Bree, Michelle, 
and Serena and Rachel already had one. So Piper is being sent home. Now, Piper is drama. Um, she showed in this episode, you know, she was inconsolable once uh, Heather Martin walked into the walked into the mansion. And then um, she had one of a rare exit for this show, especially with Matt, who is a really good guy. Piper did not take it well. Like he didn't give her a rose. She's nuts. She's crazy. She she was hugging all the women and yeah. and stayed with the women and forced him to walk up to her as opposed to her uh, exiting on the way out walking to him. Yep. And then he he kind of like walks out with her and she's not talking to him and then um gets into the SUV without a hug or a goodbye just a complete um, I mean, I think a lot of people on the show want to do that, but rarely do you actually see people do that. Good. That they did it's kind of they fun. Had zero spy, which was kind of cool. Yeah. No filter. But, um, so Brie, uh, Piper's out. So we have Brie and we have Serena. Both of them have compelled Matt to keep, keep them around. So I don't think they're getting to be, uh, his fiance, Michelle, who I'm, convinced is going to be one of the final two which i've predicted from that really fishy first episode she had so it's michelle and then there's rachel um who has this big racist controversy so what is the show going to do um we will see we have hometowns next oh by the way um there was a tease for um the next couple weeks of the bachelor and one of the dates is skydiving. Oh, fuck that. And they show, I'm guessing, um, the female, which kind of looks like Rachel, um, having a horrible spill when they land. Fuck that. Like, like they didn't. They didn't. They didn't slow down enough to land. Yeah. And they basically went into the ground full speed. It looks serious. So, um, so we'll see how that plays out. This is the. This is like the. Re- this isn't the real world road rules challenge. You know. <laughs> no, he, he's a risk taker. That's what he said tonight. No. So all the he's getting these all out, out of the way on the bachelor's yeah, time. I'm not a risk taker. So if they're like, hey, your date is um is is skydiving or bungee jumping i'd be like fuck off like put have piper do that like i'm not doing that shit but you know what it's gonna be it's it's always um under the what under the filter or the guise of um you know what i this is totally out of my comfort zone but i have to take a leap of faith yeah i yeah you know these are the kinds of things i have to go out on a limb um it's scary but so is a relationship and you just have to do it. Um, so that's basically what that's going to be. Yep. We're down to home thoughts and then, uh, and the, the show is marred with controversy. So I say we do hometowns next week Yep. and maybe the following week we bring reality on and, uh, and see what happens after the, the final rose. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, until then for Jason Stewart, great job as always, Jason for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the bachelor lifestyle from the ball. We'll see you next time. 
how embarrassing, the most traumatic ever, and that's what we like, play your cards right, you might end up on paradise, here's the key to the fantasy suite, falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week, we making a connection, we falling in love, we chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub, we starting in LA and then we travel the world, we toasting champagne, we got 32 girls, who gets a hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated, we always speculating like you wouldn't but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.